And a dime, call me, and monkey chow. Monkey chow? For what? Well, for the monkeys, of course. Come on, monkeys. <laughs> That's it. I draw the line at monkeys. Get my agent on the phone. <laughs> Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of April 10th, 2022. This is episode 172. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. So, the poll I put out there was, I wanted to know what your thoughts were on the Dancing with Stars being moved to Disney+. Plus. Big announcement, Dancing with Stars only going to be available, these in the United States, on Disney+. Plus. And what was everyone's thoughts about it? The options being, amazing, I give it a 10. Seems strange, but okay. Don't understand why. Or indifferent. And my, my, my. The variety of answers I got. The it, it's it, it wasn't fully one area. We everybody got voted on. Every answer got an option. And um kind of surprised at the final result and this was available on twitter and facebook again just so you know twitter and facebook is where you can find the polls please i like getting your participation i like to hear what you have to say so the results being 10 percent said amazing i give it a 10 20 percent said seems strange but okay 30% said, I don't understand why. And a resounding 40% were indifferent. So, no real runaway answer on that one. Pretty close, but the majority again being indifferent to it. And I, I'm surprised that... I, I, I'll take that as a good thing that you're indifferent, that you're fine with it being on one platform versus another. And not that I just don't care anymore. And um, you know, the show's been on for a while. It's 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 still going, but it's been on for a while. So uh, we shall see what this means. But live television is coming to Disney Plus. That's something to be talking about. So the test, you know, the little testings that they did with some live about the live viewing of the the Oscar releases and stuff. Apparently that was for Dancing with the Stars. And this, as I said before, I believe is only the beginning. We shall be getting more and, and, and more will be coming up regarding this. Besides that, it is Passover time. It's Easter weekend. It's Ramadan. Happy Ramadan. Happy Passover. And happy Easter. And if I forget any other celebrations, I uh, please forgive me. Hope everyone has a good holiday season, holiday weekend, and uh, we'll be back after these words from our friends and sponsors. Hey guys, Ralph Ralph Universe here. Are you into uh, nerdy things like Pokemon, Marvel, and Disney? You've come to the right spot. 
We have videos, we have games, we have contests. We just do all sorts of fun, whether it's going live during the week or posting about an article about a new movie coming out. We do everything we can to keep you in the know and have some fun. Oh, and we have swag too. So come on. We're everywhere social media can be found, and we want you to become part of our family. Stay nerdy. Now listen, you bird brains! If you're gonna keep your jobs, you gotta get hip. I know all about it, see? I struggled this week with coming up with an idea of what to talk about. And as news would have it, several things presented themselves. I was thinking at first I could talk about episode two of Moon Knight. Then I know I promised you guys on part two of Parallels. Then we also had the unfortunate news last week of Estelle Harris passing away and this week Gilbert Godfrey passing away. And with everything going on in the world, I I struggle with the idea of talking about two, two prominent people in Hollywood passing away. And just, I want to do them service and I just felt like I can't talk about them properly and, and do them enough service, but I do want to remember them. So unfortunately, we lost Estelle Harris, uh, best known for her role in Seinfeld as George Costanza's mother, um, but across from uh, still playing across from Stiller, Jay Stiller. But to us, on the Disney end, she is belovedly known as the voice of Mrs. Potato Head. Plus, she did some other work, too. That's not what she's limited to. But um, the, the most beloved part, I would say, is Mrs. Potato Head. And she she did a fabulous job with that. Uh, so, you know, it, that that's a hard loss. That is a hard loss. And then, of course, like I said, Gilbert Godfrey, who had been sick for quite some time. Stel Harris was older, um, but Gilbert was, wasn't quite as old. He, he was up there in age, but not, not a, you know, he didn't, he apparently had been sick for a while, his family was saying. Um, his family said he was sick for some time and battling an illness and unfortunately finally succumbed to it. Which is just horrible and tragic, especially if you have to suffer for a while. Um, most beloved to us as the voice of Yago in the animated series. He did reprise the role whenever you had the Tiki Room under new management and Yago was brought into that. And he, he voiced in the Aladdin series as well. Also the Affleck Duck for a while. He, he, his voice is unmistakable. So we we lost two two profound people um, who their work will go on. Um, unfortunately, they do not. But as are all humans, we're mortal, um, and their legacy will outlive them. And we thank them for their work. We thank them for their contributions and. Get a chance, watch Toy Story 2 or 3 or 4, and uh, pack your angry eyes, and uh, and a snack, and the monkeys, and then also watch Aladdin, the original Aladdin. Um, Some great work in there, 
even the the sequels he reprised for king of thieves and also for uh uh return of jafar so it's a fun character which he, he brought a lot of a lot of um personality to i always enjoyed iago so here's to two of them uh, again thank you moving on from that uh i i will continue my parallel talk i think uh, let me get that out of the way before i forget about it because i promised you part two and then we'll get, move back to to moon knight however i could get uh isaac and or matt on as well to discuss it I've really been enjoying it so far, and we'll see where it goes from here. Um, it, it's it's so far to me it's been a home run, but we will we will see, we will see. There's still there's still three more episodes left, so anything is possible. But Disney's parallel the the French made series that I uh, I wanted to talk to you guys or I was talking to you guys about um, made by Vietnamese French director uh, Clock Dong Tron and it was writer um, so I finished watching it the other day and on a whole I really enjoyed it it's a lot of exposition it's a lot of storytelling and there's not a lot of action so, you know, we're getting lost. You get them being chased by the creatures and you got you know, a lot more action going on. You get some of the others, you know, you get some of the story elements in the conversations going on too. This one doesn't use that as much. This one is a lot more of you watching the characters go along and you see, you're learning things as they learn things. Now, at first I was going to say there was a twist in the story, um, hmm, should I give you some guys some spoilers? I'll try and hold off on the spoilers, but there's a twist uh, regarding two of the characters on something that develops further along in this series. And at first, my initial impressions is, why did you wait so long to to have this reveal? Because it seemed like it was a waste. By the time I got to the last episode, though. I didn't feel that. Strangely enough, I thought the pacing for the reveal of uh, these two characters, um, what happens to them because of the the time jump, was actually well placed. Strangely enough, so at first I, I thought it was it wasn't it wasn't going to be good. It, it was uh, you 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 wasted the opportunity for this to develop, but it actually plays out perfectly well. The only qualm I did have at this storytelling um, was the the character that kind of ends up being the the antagonist has a, a sudden change of heart and something something that should have been irreversible all of a sudden was changed. So I thought that was a little strange. Uh, beyond that how they resolved the issue with him which was a moment of humility a moment of extending not an olive branch 
but a show of feelings, a nonverbal show of feelings. And you, if you see it, you'll understand what I mean. That melts the heart. And we've seen this in a few other Disney movies, like Beauty and the Beast, Frozen, and stuff like that. So it was a very similar type of moment that happens here in Parallels at the very end to awaken the, the antagonist from his narrow vision to see on a whole what he was angry about wasn't actually the case. His point in perspective was askew. And it takes one character to to change that. Now, do they set up for a season two? There is a small setup, but it's done in such a way that I feel that if this was the only season, and I, I haven't heard one way or the other, but if this was the only season, then it ends well, and it just gives you a little glimpse of possibly what comes. But if this was to be uh, season one, and then there was going to be a season two coming, then season two has a little setup in this. Again, but it's not like one of those that oh, there go, there's this big setup and nothing happens. So you're going to be fine either way. I won't tell you what happens with the characters and how how it all pans out, but. Again, I thought it was a smartly written show. Um, it's nice that you're not reading subtitles the whole time, but obviously you do have to read some subtitles when there is stuff written in French and the character is just reading it. It shows you either a label on a, a container, a piece of paperwork, something, a sign, and they give you the, the translation below. Otherwise, it is dubbed in English. Which didn't bother me. Um, it, it actually it, it played out well. I think the voices that they found fit the uh, actors and actresses portraying it on the screen well, and they they did the best job possible. You know, minus the the mouse timing being off. If you didn't know that, then you know it, it's it, it works out well. Um, the, yeah, it, it is produced on a small budget because like I said, there isn't much in the way of special effects. Uh, the collider in itself is basically the biggest effect, but in some ways, I think that's what the beauty of this show was. You don't have a big budget show you have a well-written show that relies heavily on its script and its narrative to carry it. And to me, that's a breath of fresh air because nowadays it is, you don't have a narrative that is going to carry the show so well, or you have a very limited narrative or you have a very limited story. And it's more about the special effects and more about the action and everything else to drive the story or to fill the time and you don't have much of a narrative to carry it along 
you know, people will argue that some of the Marvel movies are like that, and they wouldn't be completely wrong. I do like the narratives behind the Marvel movies. I do think they tell a good story. Yes, a lot of it is also based around the action and the, the special effects, but there is some story there. This is just story. It is limited effects. You, know, you, you have characters driving around back and forth and dealing with problems and how to deal with the problem and trying to solve this mystery of what happened to them why did it happen and how do you fix it and the resolve came up pretty good um is this a brand new story is this something that is revolutionary as far as storytelling no and i argue that many things are not it's just a matter of how do you tell your version of the of this story and tran does a nice job telling his version of this story i liked most of the characters i liked how the story was told i liked the pacing of it too because each episode seemed to go well they are slower because again it, it is all narrative it is conversations it is journeys it is finding out pasts and learning perspectives and discovering futures or future pasts Again, yeah, it's a time traveling show, so that actually does make sense. Why did this all happen? How do you fix it? It is enjoyable. Like I said, to me, it's a breath of fresh air from all the action pack, all the, the CGI and the, the big heavy budgets. Give me something that's a little more cut down and a little more basic. In some ways, it makes me think back to, and, and you younger kids, this show not, may not be for you, but uh, people around my age or slightly older may remember Twin Peaks. And how that was, again, it wasn't a high-budget show. It took place in, in one town with limited amount of stuff happening, and it was all talking and descriptions. The, you know, the narrative that, that carried you along. Eventually, they would go in get some special effects stuff going and go into some of the more supernatural end of the show. Bar that, this is kind of the same way. You have a small, quiet, sleepy town. Something happened in it. And these kids end up scattered throughout the time in different dimensions. And how, again, how they show that they're transferring from dimension to dimension and bringing characters together and different things from the past affecting the future. How that all plays out, uh, to me, plays out well. And it was directed well. The cast did a good job. They took the role seriously. It's, again, it was, to me, it was a nice breath of fresh air because it is a change from the what has become the everyday as far as shows go. It's something that we haven't had in a while. I would love to see where they go with this. I would love, to, I personally would love to see a season two. I really enjoyed season one. And I would suggest you check it out too. On that, and again, this, this may be turning into a shorter episode. It's my fault for getting it out late. 
and I'm recording this while the rest of my family is upstairs watching Harry Potter. My uh, my grading on this is going to be about what the average is. I looked it up on INDB, and everyone else, well, not everyone else, but the, the average is kind of where I fall as well. It's about a 7. Could I justify 6.5? I think that's the lowest I would give it. 8, I feel, is maybe a little too high. But 7, definitely. I'm looking forward to hopefully a season 2. Because, like I said, I did enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. I, I like what this guy brought us. Uh, this just young writer. Um, I like the way that it was presented. I, I, I like the, the mystery element of it. Was it a heavy mystery? No. But it was something different. And like I said, it relied more upon its story and its storytelling than anything else. And I applauded for that. I applaud Disney for bringing that over to the United States. I think that's the beauty of Disney Plus, that we can we can get access to stuff like this and not have to worry as much on selling airtime and commercials and will people watch it as much and you could you have a have a access or a way to deliver a product that before you were limited on being able to deliver and trying to find an audience now let's throw against the wall and see what happens because it doesn't really cost them so much because people are already paying for it so again congratulations to Disney looking forward to more and what did you think what are your thoughts on parallels let us know and here's another question for you and I want you to answer this on the socials because I'm trying to get information for an upcoming episode what are some of your biggest Disney park myths I was saying Disney World Online but let me go specifically Disney park myths myths that you have heard that are not true but you you find completely funny or absurd let me know shout out join our conversation on our facebook group facebook.com slash group slash disney marvels podcast on instagram at disney marvels podcast tiktok on disney marvels podcast or on the twitter at disney marvels don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel we've got a bunch of things going on over there including the audio version of our podcasts you can leave us a voice message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm website or record a mes message electronically on your computer, smartphone, or tablet and email it along with any questions or suggestions you may have to disneymarvels at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the Disney Marvels blog at disneymarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have, obviously, because I'm getting this out late. The time that we get to spend together really, truly means a lot to me, and I, I really enjoy it. And I, I thank you all for keep coming back week in, week out again. Again, please, go on to Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify, leave a rating and or a review for the show. Help the show out. The more reviews and ratings that we get, the more exposure and we also i check it out often so i, I see the, the comments of what everyone's saying right now on itunes we have an all five star review um, again completely 
completely beside myself about it. And uh, thank you. Thank you for everyone who has left a rating. And thank you for those who are about to leave a rating. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Shout out on the social networks that you're you're watching and you're listening to Disney Marvel's podcast on whatever platform you're checking it out. The more people we have joining our Disney family, the better. We'll believe in a big Disney family, and so do I. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. And also, while you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber. Help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support or find our Patreon page. You can also do this at our merchandise shop where you can get yourself some cool Disney Marvel stuff while you're at it. You can find the links to all these in the show notes. Because remember, the show is brought to you by listeners like you. I know these are dark times. I know these are troubling times. Stick through it. This too shall pass. It is okay to ask for help. It is okay to seek help. Be your own hero. Take that journey. The journey begins with the first step. Go out there and prove and show the world. You don't have to prove anything. Show the world how amazing you truly are because you are special. You are unique. There is no one else on this earth like you. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is a good reason. It's all good. Nothing bad about it. You are special. You are wonderful. You are someone important. Now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote, of course, from Walt Disney himself. Once a man has tasted freedom, he will never be content to be a slave. That is why I believe that the fright frightfulness we see everywhere today is only temporary. Tomorrow will be better for as long as America keeps alive the ideas of freedom and a better life. All men will want to be free and share our way of life. There must be so much that I should have said, but haven't. What I will say now is just how most of us all, most of us are probably thinking every day. I thank God and America for the right to live and raise my family under the flag of tolerance, democracy, and freedom. That's Walt Disney. Thank you again, everyone, for listening, and I'll see you next time.